I'm Tony Tardio. Hello and welcome to Darren Hinch's That's Life podcast, a podcast where we talk about the big stories of the past, the big stories of today, through the prism of Hinch's six decades in the media. Mr Hinch, welcome to That's Life. Uh, Mr Tardio, hello again. I remember when I got my licence... Oh, 1977, I got my... By the way, I lost it almost immediately. I I, uh, <laughs> I I stupidly went through a stop sign. In the days when stop signs were in the middle of nowhere, Darren, you know, it wouldn't mm-hmm. happen now. You know, you're driving along this main road, there's a stop sign. Who would stop there? And I didn't, and I hit a taxi, and as a result of that, I lost my licence for four months after I how, just got how long, you, how long have you had your licence by Two then? months. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know, I, I grew up in New Zealand, obviously. Um, I got my licence at 15. Um, we had no P's, no L's, nothing. I just, my dad taught me to, well, my dad taught me to drive. I was driving my dad's milk round truck at the age of 13. He put a piece of wood on the accelerator so I could reach it, you know. Well, I used, <laughs> I used to drive our Land Rover when I was even younger than that. I didn't even turn... We used to have a banana plantation on a big hill with roads going down, dirt roads. And uh, the job of the guy driving the Land Rover was just to move down a couple of uh, metres so they could put bunches of bananas on the back. So Uh you you didn't even have to put the engine on. All you did was put the clutch on and keep your foot on the brake, release the brake, go down a couple of metres. People would put the – my dad and mum and whatever would put the bananas on the back and then you'd move down a little bit. I was doing that when I was 10. Uh, So so I know what it's like. But in New Zealand when you were growing up, there, and there wouldn't have been that many cars, I would have thought. Well, not many new cars, that's for sure. Uh, I I should say New Zealand's a place where baby Austins go to die. (laughs) Because New Zealand would never have had their own car industry. The good thing, though, is that um, we all learn to drive cars on uh, manual cars. So you understood a bit more about the machinations of driving, about when you'd you'd gear down to turn a corner, which people on automatic cars don't understand. And if you get into a skid, you're not as smart as a person who's driven a manual car. I I really think all people... Well, there won't be any more, but should really learn to drive manually because it makes you think the gears through. And also it's good you've got you've got, you've got a clutch and a brake. You've got to think a little bit more. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. right. It was good fun changing gears too. I used to like, you know, oh, yeah. four on the floor and all that sort of stuff. Uh, look, and the reason... Speaking, speaking of cars, the biggest story in Australia right now with an election coming up is the cost of gas, the cost of fuel, cost of petrol. Right, uh, I was talking about it on Sunrise the other day. I saw a very funny cartoon, a very funny cartoon, which is sad, but it showed a guy with his girlfriend wearing a blindfold. Okay, and he says she asked me to take her somewhere expensive, and they pictured outside a gas station. <laughs> Well, the reason I brought up the driving thing in my license was I remember when I first filled up my car, petrol was 19 cents a litre. You joke. That's how much it was. 19? 19 cents a litre. And I remember even before that when it was gallons, it wasn't litres. Uh, it was obviously much cheaper than that. In the days when the guy from the Golden Fleece would come out, fill up your tank, clean your 
your, your uh, window screen and uh, you know check your water and all that sort of stuff which doesn't happen anymore um, that's how cheap petrol was now at over two dollars now uh, it's 220 240 you know but the, the joke is tony and i'll just say this en passant it's still probably cheaper than buying a bloody liter of water in a supermarket <laughs> Which is stupid. Yeah. And water is, is is more expensive than buying milk, which has got to come from a cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bottle you pay more for bottled water than I pay for for, 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 for light milk. It's crazy. I, I don't buy bottled water. I've got immediately I've got an expensive um and this costs money, I've got an expensive filter on my tap in my kitchen, but I I uh, I drink a big jug of cold ice cold water which i've infused with fresh mint from my garden oh on the that's yeah that's nice talking about things expensive i went to a restaurant i've been going to a few restaurants recently for birthdays and whatever last night went to a restaurant i ordered three ravioli well, I ordered a plate of, well, i thought it was a plate of ravioli i got three raviolis darren <laughs> $38. I couldn't believe it. I, I would have eaten 15 of them and it still wouldn't have filled me up. <laughs> Things are so expensive nowadays. Yeah. And the, the, the thing about this restaurant was you're only there for an hour and a half, two hours, because now they've got these limited sitting times, which never used mm. to happen in the old days. In the old days, you go there, you, you left when you wanted to leave. Now, sorry, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're booked it to somebody else, this table. Um. Well, I tell you, uh, cost of living is going to be, I think, will be an issue at the uh, the election. Um, Joe Biden's fighting it in America very hard and losing. Um, but I think there's going to be an issue here because you've read things like uh, that things like baked beans and other things are going to go up in price by 10 to 15 percent in the next couple of weeks. Now, that's not a good look for a government going into an election. And it's all to do with um, COVID. It's all to do with... No, COVID, COVID and Ukraine, because if fuel prices go up, as they have incredibly, as we talked about, they've got to add that to the cost of what you're getting in the supermarket. Of everything, because every, there, every, everything gets there. transported. That's right. And yeah. it's also COVID too, because all of these supply lines and whatever, you know, you couldn't get timber from somewhere. You, you, now you've got the, these, these wars trade wars going on between China and other countries in the United States. All of these things, Darren, all coming together at the same time. Yeah. Well, uh, see, I, I, mean, I, I, I buy, um, I shop online. I use Woolies online, okay? I have since I got, had to, when I was under house arrest about six years ago. Um, and I try to buy fresh mangoes, and the number of times now you're seeing things saying, out of stock out of stock grapes out of stock mangoes out of stock it's um it's a real crisis in the food industry you're a mango man darren oh i love them i think they're they're god's gift i think mangoes are the best fruit in the world i agree with you they're the king of the fruit we used to have mango trees on our farm and uh, we used to have mango fights, you know, because we, because we had so many mangoes, we couldn't eat them all. And they... lucky bugger. <laughs> hey, let, let, let me let me flash back probably fifty years. Okay, I just arrived in Australia. I'm with a girlfriend, and my lad are married. I'm on a, sitting on a beach in Manly. 
okay? I'm from New Zealand. We didn't have golden sand. We had grey sand. So I'm sitting on a golden sand beach in Manly with a beautiful girlfriend. And she produces a couple of mangoes. And we're sitting there, and you have to eat the, This is before GE. We have to sit there, and the, the mango juice is dribbling down your arms and your chest and, and uh, the fibre before they fixed it. The fibre is sticking in your teeth. And you can smell the... Um, the wonderful smells from the fish shop across the road in Manly and think, this is living. That's why. That's why. Now, I've painted a pretty good Manly picture, haven't I? Yeah, absolutely. Pawpaws. You ever had pawpaws? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or papaya, as they call them in America. Oh, is that yeah. what they're called? Over there? Yeah, we used to have pawpaw trees as well, which um, the little yeah. black seeds. And... I, I, I still call it papaya, and, I, and I've enjoyed it, especially with a bit of lime juice on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, macadamia nut trees we had too. We, we were living in a paradise. I didn't even realise we were. <laughs> macadamia were. nuts are the king of the nuts as well, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go along with that. Yeah. I'd go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, but get, okay, let's get back to the thing about cost of living because I think cost of living could be an election issue even though it's not the government's problem or government's fault. Um, I think... A bit of it can be, like I, I, I did Sunrise the other day and said on, on the, the high cost of petrol, I think the government before the election should announce a, uh, a one-year reduction of fuel excise by 20, 25%. Um, we do charge, we have more tax on, on petrol than most countries in the world, except probably New Zealand. Um, they have announced a reduction uh, in excise, I think of 25%. I think Frydenberg and Morrison should do the same. And But, but put a time limit on it. Say, okay, we're going to cut excise by 20% for 12 months. That'll give people a few dollars break. Because people are, people are really doing it hard right now. Well, I remember in the 2000s when John Howard was Prime Minister, he, he did the same thing, didn't he? He cut the fuel excise for uh, a while. Did he really? I didn't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, se- I seem to remember that. Because um, at $2, I think 44 cents is the excise. So Yes, yes. Um, and and, and, and it's, um, it's, it's indexed as well. Yeah, I yeah. Think. But the, the argument against that is uh, that that's the, the money they raise from that is what they spend to fix up roads and uh, all and that's, that sort that's, of that's, stuff. That's, okay, I think that's bullshit. That it's not dedicated... To, to roads, it goes into consolidated revenue. Now, somebody will correct me, but I'm, I mean, I know they keep saying that, and I know the, I've heard um, car experts telling this on television the last couple of weeks that it all, if you do that, it'll it'll ruin the roads, and we've got a lot of potholes because of the floods. I, I, I believe it goes into consolidated revenue, and then they dedicate money. So, I'm, I'm not sure that's true. Mm. Well, sure. yeah, uh, so if they were to do that, I, I guess that would give some uh, some relief because um, now that everybody's starting to work back in the office and they're, they're having to drive to work, uh, uh, that's a lot of money to spend on petrol, particularly if you're a young family and you've got, you got and, and, and it looks like interest rates are, are starting to uh, go up again as well. They will, they will. Now, listen, I'm going to sound like an old man telling you this, but... Uh, I've owned Rolls Royces, Jaguars, some beautiful cars in my life, right? My last car was a Cadillac. 
I sold it last year. For the first time in my life, I have no car. Um, I use taxis and Uber. I'm told that the average price when you buy a car, forget the, um, the depreciation, that most people will spend in a year for petrol and repairs and new tires and upkeep about $22,000, right? To me, I can take a lot of Ubers for twenty-two grand. Well, the way Uber is charging at the moment, uh, Darren, um, it, it, this price surging that they're, they're doing, I've heard a lot of complaints about Uber. You know, and you should, and you should. Uber right now, I, a year ago, I thought Uber was fantastic. Uber right now is a disgrace. All right. Last week, I got an Uber from my house to Turak for lunch on a Saturday. It should be about twelve, thirteen dollars. Somebody put a surge on it, and it's 23, Right. The other thing is, they cancel all the time. The other day, I was, I was up at my favourite little restaurant in Turak, Romeo's. I had three Ubers cancel. They say seven minutes, four minutes, one minute cancel. Eight minutes, two minutes, one minute cancelled, and it took me half an hour to get an Uber to get home. So I gave up on the last Saturday and called um, called a taxi company. And with the taxi, I was so busy I couldn't get through to them either. So I thought, <laughs> with a taxi company, you know how much it's going to be. I mean, you, they've got yeah. a meter in their car, so you can see how it's going. See, I don't, I don't have, get Uber on. I don't get taxis because I prefer to drive uh, myself. But I can understand how, you know, you, you can, you can have, you can drink, you can do whatever you like if you're going to be chauffeur driven around. By the way, I, I knew your chauffeur who used to chauffeur you around in that big Rolls Royce that you had. Tony. Yeah, Tony Villani, I think was his Tony name. Tony Villani. Didn't he come from the same village as your family? Absolutely. And his wife used to clean your house too. Maria, so. Tony and Maria. Yeah, I mean, Tony used to drive me in the roller and Maria used to clean my house. Yeah. Now, are, they, are they still alive, Darren? I haven't seen them for well, ages. I heard, yes, yes, yes. And, but I, I knew they came from your, your village. Yes, yes. They were uh, wonderful, Lo- wonderful lovely, people. Lovely people. You know, uh, he, was, he was always the most impeccably dressed person I've ever met in my life. He, he looked like he'd walked off a, a magazine cover every yeah, time. and beautiful dancers. I went to our club once and they came up to me. That's where they said, oh, you know, you know, Darren. I go, yeah, well, we used to, I used to be a chauffeur and I used to clean his house. <laughs> and I saw them dancing. My God, they were, they, they, there's a, a certain generation. By the way, you a good dancer, Darren? I'm, I'm, I'm very good. I do a dance. Well, hey, excuse me. I appeared on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yes, that's right. I, I, that's did, right. I, I did Peter Allen's I Go to Rio with my fly open. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> but, I forgot that. I, 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 do, I do what I call the Maori Shuffle. It's a very New Zealand dance step that I fall back on all the time. I did it on Dancing with the Stars with Patrice Smith as my partner, but I, I always, if I get into trouble, I fall back on the Maori shuffle. <laughs> well, there's a particular generation that somehow they learned how to dance. Uh, husband and wife, male and female, they look like connected swans gliding along the dance floor. And I always reckon that uh, couples that dance together always pretty much stay together. They... Uh, they, they at least have dancing as a, a common factor. 
They used to say that dancing was a naval battle without losing seamen. <laughs> Who used to say that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, there you go. Well, listen, it's a- let me talk to you about something which is, which is obsessing me at the moment, okay? It's I a know thing what called, it is. Yeah. It's a thing called Wordle. What the hell is it? I, I see you tweet Wordle, about it. Wordle is, a, Wordle is a game on your phone, um, on your internet, which was invented by a man called Ross, Josh Wordle back in 2021, about in October, and he started it with 70 friends playing it. It's now followed by millions around the world, in Australia, New Zealand, the US, and we play it every day. And I'm, I've become obsessed with it. How does it work? Okay, I'll keep very brief because the non-wordlers uh, won't understand a word I'm saying. You must pick a word that has five letters, okay? Mm-hmm. They decide, the, the wordle gods decide um, what the word is every day. Um, Josh Wardle invented it and then he sold it to the New York Times about a month ago for probably two or three million dollars and so it's now a New York Times game and what they do is you 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 pick a starter word and you write five letters and if any of your letters are in the the mystery word they'll turn up as green if they're in the right position yellow if they are in the word at all or gray if they're dead okay and then you try your next one and you write a new, you write a five-letter word, a starter word to try and try and flush out the real one. Now, I've um my best run. I, I, I've I've said on Twitter, it's the best word game since Scrabble. Now, I wrote two Scrabble books, so I'm a bit of an expert, I think, on words. It is a magic game. I play it at six thirty every morning. I know people who play it at one minute past twelve because that's when it comes out every night. And it's so frustrating. To, to today, I just snuck home in six. You've got six chances to guess their word, and I just snuck home. I uh, my best winning streak, pathetically, is twenty two days in a row. I'm currently on about nine. Um, it's it's an amazing game. So everybody's it's, guessing the same word. No, no, there's one word you have to guess. Yeah, in the entire and, world, everyone's guessing. Yeah, in the entire in the entire world, yes. And do you get and anything told, if you guess it right? I mean, is there I'm a... told, no, if you guess it right, it comes up with five green letters. I'm told. I've been doing some research on it. There are 160,000 five-letter words in the English language, and you have to guess the one that's right. And so, you you start a word. You you put a word in, and you start a word has to be flushing out clues so i used to use words like a ouija and a jew because they use a lot of vowels but now i'm starting to use words with um with consonants in them to try and flush them out as well like um arise or erode so you're sort of trying to um you're trying to beat the uh, the word the gods. Right now i understand what you're doing so you're trying to get uh, a a word that's uh, probably got uh yeah, the best chance of flushing out these letters that you're looking That's for. That's right. And also, the, the people who designed the game, and I'm told it's done by computer now, and they've got all the five-letter words locked in until 2027. You're trying to guess what they are thinking. 
they often double up on a letter because if you get an E and there's more than one E in the word, they don't give it to you. You have to put another E in. See what I mean? It's a little bit like that TV show then. Uh, who who used to do that? Was that John Burgess who used to do that where you had to buy a vowel and, you know, guess, guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. guess a yeah. phrase and, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's right. Look, I... I I'm I'm an, a recent addition. I'm an addict, and uh, I sit there. I mean, t- today it took me one hour. Five books. Today we, hello, yep. up. We. I just knocked my mic. Hold on. Um, just sit, resetting. Okay. Today, it took me one hour to get five letters, even though I had the first letter in the right place on move one. It's it's excruciating and uh, I, great fun. I couldn't be bothered, to be honest with you. An hour to do that, gee, it's... Uh... Uh, I, I mean, but you love words, don't you? I mean, you, you, you're, you're, you're the type of journalist that loves writing. And... Well, I've, I've, written, I've written two Scrabble books, yeah, so I'm... Uh, yeah, and I'm... I've got a new book coming out um, later this year uh, on the, the new Darren Hinch diet books coming out in July or August. Uh, during uh, during the COVID lock- lockdowns, I've just spent hours a day writing, uh, and I it fills with the time and it. Uh, I'm more of an oral, oral person. I love hearing people speaking and. Um... Uh, I, I love hearing a great orator, you know, or someone delivering a wonderful speech. I always love the uh, American presidents and uh, when they do the State of the Union address uh, and the yep. way the way they write their speech. Obviously, they don't do it themselves. They've got people who do them, but they write them beautifully. And they write the, them... The, 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 the John Kennedy speeches were magic, weren't they? They uh, were. And with, with Churchill speeches were magic, you know. And and Ronald Reagan, with Ronald Reagan, the people that wrote his speeches knew exactly what the media wanted because the media, radio and television, uh, we want a 20-second little grab. Uh, And in Ronald Reagan's speeches during his term of the presidency, there were, you know, in any one speech, 15, 20 magnificent 20-second grabs that you could pull out. I mean... Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that this wall. Can you yeah. get anything better than that that sums up something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you, you're quite right. He didn't write it. I mean, Ronald Reagan was a was a was a stooge, was a an actor who did what he was told. Well, he was. Uh, I dispute that. I think he was a lot cleverer than people would give him credit for. And I noticed that. In the when they rank the American presidents, which they do every year, he's up there. Mm. You know, his term of pre because I mean, he he was there when the, when the Cold War ended. Mm. Um, uh, you know, he believed in the United States being a powerful country because he knew. I mean, what what we've got now with uh, Ukraine and um, and and Russia is almost like a result of all the stuff that happened in the eighties. Everything I re- read about Putin, how Putin. Uh, thought that uh, the disintegration of the Soviet Union was the worst geopolitical thing that happened in the 20th century. Well, that, that's, what he, that's what he's trying to recreate. Uh, yeah. sp- speaking, speaking of the Ukraine, look, uh, it's, it's, it, 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 we are on the edge of World War III, which is a terrible 
dramatic thing to say, but we really are because I know, well, I think, why Biden has rejected the Ukrainian president's passionate call to Congress to put a no-fly zone over the Ukraine, over Ukraine. Because if they put one in, then American jets have to shoot down Russian jets that defy the ban, right? And it, when that happens, suddenly the US and NATO are at war with, you, with Russia. And when that happens, we're almost, we are virtually in World War Three, and that could lead to Putin pushing the nuclear button. We've spoken about this. I can't see how this can end in a good way. It, 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 it's just like uh, Putin's not the sort of guy that's going to accept defeat. They've been going now for weeks trying to get into mm -hmm. uh, these Ukrainian cities. Uh, Russian troops haven't been able to do that. I, I hear reports of, you know, because a lot of the people that are uh, in the Russian army, they're conscripts, they're young guys. They, they, yeah. they were not even told that they would be invading Ukraine. They were told it was a military exercise from, from what I read. Uh, and we're, then, we're, being, we're, we're being told now that 12,000 Russian... <coughs> we're being told now that 12,000 Russian troops have died. Yeah, and uh, their families uh, would be devastated by what's happened. I, I see Putin was in some sporting complex, big, big arena, just oh, yeah. a, couple, a week or so ago, uh, <laughs> where, where he was speaking to all of these Russians who looked like they liked him, yeah. who supported him. And I see that there are polls saying that 86% of people in Russia would support, um, you know, an attack on a, a NATO country that uh, borders with yeah. uh, Russia if that was required. Because Russia would love to see the Soviet Union rebuilt, wouldn't they? Well, I, I guess so, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, the, we're not playing with little things here. We're playing with nuclear weapons. So uh, how does this thing get resolved? Uh, it's just a terrible... And, and the loss of life, you know, we've got people now in, in this uh, city in, in Ukraine where there's no food, no water. Uh, they're locked in there. They can't get out. Uh, help can't get in. Um, just a, a humanitarian tragedy. Well, okay. I think I think that Ukraine will become Afghanistan, um, like when the Russians invaded there. They will fight there for another three or four months. <laughs> Excuse me. They will fight there for another three or four months, um, and then the Ukraine Ukrainian resistance will 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 stall them. Anyway, Darren, we've uh, we've run out of time uh, once again. again. It's uh, been again. Uh, a pleasure chatting with you. We'll catch up next week. All right, sunshine. Talk to you.